Welcome to Fit Friends Happy Hour, the podcast where we help you redefine the word fit so you can stop quantifying and start living. I'm your non-diet dietitian, personal trainer, and host, Katie. Join me each week for solo episodes and expert interviews where self-care meets science. Whether you're a group fitness, front row diva, or just starting out on your wellness journey, whether you choose oat milk or full fat in your latte, all foods, all backgrounds, and all bodies are welcome here as you embark on your non-diet journey. Hey friends, welcome back to this week's episode of Fit Friends Happy Hour. I'm Renan, dietitian, trader, and host Katie, and today is a little bit of a different episode than I normally do. Today, I'm getting a little personal. I'm sharing some travel hack systems specifically for the new mom who is getting ready to get on an airplane, who is still breastfeeding, pumping, and they're not going to be their little one. And they're feeling overwhelmed and they're not sure what to do. And they're managing, you know, this transition of how do I have my career? How do I continue to do something that I love and be the primary source of nutrition for my child? So Yes, it's still integrated with nutrition, but if you've been here for some time, you know that it's really important to me as well to take you along the journey of things that I've learned along the way. If you've been here since day one on the podcast, if it runs happier, you know that was in a time in my life where I didn't even know all about intuitive eating. I was deep in the depths of disordered eating. And so if you've been with me through the evolution, Now I'm at a season of life where motherhood is part of that evolution. And I want to share with you some tips and tricks that have helped me to make it work. Yes, I have my private practice and I also work in the fitness industry, which does require me to travel. So today specifically, I'm talking to the new mom who is getting ready to get on that plane. They're feeling overwhelmed and they want to make it work. So whether or not you're mom, I invite you to Share this episode with a friend, maybe a mom who is expecting, maybe a new mom who's working. Like, I just think there's so much power. I know that you know a mom, like someone here knows a mom who knows a mom. And when I tell you that I looked up so much information, I did so much research on this topic. Can't tell you the hours I spent up at night Googling, searching through Reddit threads, and it was overwhelming. And I felt like there was not a lot of information. And I posted something recently from a trip on Instagram and I got flooded with questions about tips and what to do and they're getting ready for their first trip. And I just thought, okay, this is a sign. I need to record an episode so that it lives here so that it could be a resource and a tool for moms who need it. And if you're new here, welcome. However you found us, our mission is to empower women, specifically who view fitness and nutrition as the main way to improve their appearance. We help them to overcome that need to measure success by the numbers and learn to start owning their strength and confidence from within. What that means to you is we help women with a history of disordered eating and exercise obsession find fierce food freedom and body confidence. We do this through heart-centered, evidence-based one-on-one and group nutrition counseling that utilizes the fundamental principles of intuitive eating and mindful movement. We also deliver free educational content via social media, our weekly newsletter, and of course, the Fit Friends Happy Hour podcast, which is also now on YouTube. If you want weekly non-diet inspiration, recipes without the junk, and when I say junk, like the mental junk of like 
swap this for that, right? You know what I'm talking about. Go to katiehakes.com forward slash newsletter. We're going to break up today's episode in just how my brain works when preparing for a trip. So what to do before, what to do, you know, when you get on the plane to the airport, what to do when you get to your destination and then coming home. This is not an end-all be-all list by any means, but I do want to share with you some things that I learned along the way. And in a couple of weeks, I'm actually going to bring on one of my coworkers who travels way more than me. She probably has even more tips that I think are going to be helpful. So when she comes on the episode, we're going to talk about, of course, traveling as a new mom, but I think she's going to offer a lot broader scope that is also going to support you along this journey. So before, maybe I should preface this by sharing like where I'm at in my breastfeeding journey. So at the time of this recording, my son is nine and a half months old. We are no longer breastfeeding. I don't even know if this is the proper term because he's not feeding for me directly because we ran into an issue where he was biting me and it hurt. And I spoke with the pediatrician, a lactation consultant, and you know they said, continue to offer like a few more weeks. And then he just like wasn't interested, which I was not ready for that. And that brings on a whole nother like weird emotions. Like you're ready to be done, but you're not. And it's a whole nother thing. We'll get on that in another topic, another show. But either way, we were already supplementing with a formula called Bobby. I will link to that in the show notes and here on YouTube. But it was recommended by a friend. It was at our local Target. I purchased it. And it worked. And so that's just the one that we stuck with. We started supplementing back in, I want to say, July, like somewhere in, yeah, about three, four, no, he was probably four months at the time, three, four months. And so basically now I'm still pumping to give him one breast milk bottle, usually at bedtime. And then we just continued to supplement with formula. So what I wish I would have known beforehand is just really understanding pumping. Like I just, my brain couldn't wrap my head around it because I think also there's this expectation, at least for me, I went into it just thinking that breastfeeding would be not necessarily easy, but I guess I just didn't, like I took class as well, but I didn't think so much about it. I thought that it would, I didn't think it would be such a huge part of this journey, if that makes sense. And we ended up having a lot of challenges and I was so focused, which looking back, I'm, I'm okay with like our story is what it is and I wouldn't change anything for the world, but I didn't really understand the benefits of pumping. Like I was think I was in such a short term mindset, right? You're trying to get to the next day, the next week. You're not really thinking when I go back to work. You're not even thinking not just when I go back to work, but beyond. And so I wish I really knew and understood the benefits of building up a stock because early on my supply was a lot higher. And so I could have built up more of a stock that would have lasted me longer. For me, I didn't fully understand that. So if you're a new mom or you're right in the beginning of it, like I would recommend reaching out to a lactation consultant or like just talking to people about that if that is your goal. Second, I want you to know that it's okay to supplement formula. And again, this also was brought on a weird mix of emotions, even though like I could say to others, 
like, yes, formula, there's nothing wrong with it. But for some reason, there felt this like guilt or like there were there's these weird feelings for me personally that came up with it. But once we made that decision, oh my gosh, it was like a weight lifted off my shoulders. And it really isn't a big deal. Like baby has to be fed and mom's mental health also matters a huge ton. And so formula is is a godsend in so many ways. And it's totally okay. And I wish I just, again, had more understanding of that or just maybe even talk to more moms with different feeding journeys. Like a lot of the women in my life had just breastfed and it like wasn't a big deal or at least maybe that I didn't know about or really understood at the time. So learn a little bit about pumping ahead, creating a stock, the benefit of it or the ways to go about it and know that if you don't have a stock, it is okay to supplement formula because mental health matters. Before, think about support. Now, support, whole thing. But for example, what is support? Ask yourself the question, what does support look like to me? What do I need to feel supported? Maybe that means I need a FaceTime every single morning. I need a FaceTime every single night. I need pictures. I need videos, not just pictures. Like, what do you need that's going to help you feel supported? Is it certain family members or people who are watching, you know, your little one when you're gone? Be open to them. Be direct. Like, I was very direct with our Mel. She's our fabulous nanny. We love her. She comes, you know, during the week. And for us to feel supported on my trip, she stayed a little bit longer, longer hours to help Joey out a little bit. And she helped with things like laundry and just, I had to be vocal to her about what I needed while I was away to help me feel like, okay, I'm okay. We're okay. And again, I think it's a lot more on the mom or the person traveling than it is like the people at home. Joey would have been fine, but it was more about me and knowing that things were taken care of while I was gone. I also made sure to ask her, like, yes, send me pictures. I also want videos. I want videos every single day because there's something about hearing their laugh, seeing their smile, like that you don't just fully get in a picture. Before you go, make a checklist. I am all about pen to paper, brain dump, writing things out, just anything you can think of as you're going through your day before you leave. Just like write down everything that you do and what you're using, the different things that you might need. And I'm going to share a checklist with you as well later in this episode. You also want to call the hotel. So, or wherever you're staying, assuming that you're staying in a hotel, ask them, you know, do you have a fridge? Do you have a freezer? Now, what's great is that a lot of hotels do. If they don't have it in the room, they can bring it up for you. Or you can even often store it in the kitchen freezer, the kitchen hotel. So that was something I had to learn that I didn't even know was a thing of, you know, I bought just sticker labels from like Staples or, you know, you probably find them at Walmart, you know, at the store. Just labels like a name tag and a Sharpie pen to label everything. So I'll get, I'll get into the checklist, but calling the hotel, asking what's available so you feel more prepared about what you need to bring. Or know that another option is that you can pump and dump. And I know that sounds heartbreaking, but I didn't even, again, think about this as a thing of if you go into a situation and it just didn't feel sanitary or, you know, it just, you're in a rush, whatever, whatever the reason, like it's okay to just pump for relief and then, you know, not say the milk it is okay. It's not the worst thing in the world. 
I had to do this because there were a few times in my travels where I had to pump like on the bathroom floor. I, I wish I was making that up, but that's a whole nother topic of just availability and access to rooms. But there were a few times where I would be literally squatting on the bathroom floor. I think I had spilled, like it was just, I was at the end of my trip. I was overwhelmed and I just said, you know what, I'm not dealing with all this and my things feel like they're dirty. I don't have time to clean them. We're just pumping, we're dumping. We're going to figure it out once we get home. And last, get your head right. Like, I don't know if that means going to therapy. I don't know if that means praying for you. I don't know if that means, again, talking to other moms, talking to support group, but like, get your head right in your brain of like, why am I doing this? What's the purpose? What am I looking forward to? Like, working through all those things because it is, it's a lot mentally, it's a lot physically to prepare to leave your baby, but it is also a lot mentally. And I think my first trip away, I, I was actually to go out of the country and it, I don't, my head, I was trying to do too much at once. So in order to get your head right, I also recommend, of course, meeting with a therapist, but also even meeting with a lactation consultant. It was really helpful to me for me to reach out to a lactation consultant who I worked with early on in our journey and just talk through what would this look like? What is, should my pumping schedule look like when I'm gone, when I'm getting ready to leave. And it was really helpful to just have someone to externally process because it was becoming so overwhelming in my head. And they can give you so many tips and tricks. And our lactation consultant, she's phenomenal here in Indianapolis, uh, Indy Lactation Care. I'll, I'll link to them as well. She even connected me with other moms who were working. Like I had posted in Facebook groups trying to search like, who can I talk to who has done this before? And it was it was a challenge for sure. And so she connected me with some women. It was so, so helpful. Also recommending downloading the Mama Va, M-A-M-A-V-A app. It's an awesome app that actually shows you where there are pumping locations, facilities, whatever you want to call it. I don't even know what they call them, like rooms throughout the airports that are free, that you can use, that are clean, that are exclusively for moms. I've used uh, I was in Dallas airport and there was, it was a lot of them. They're usually like a little, almost like a pod is maybe a good way to describe it. But there was one in Dallas airport, the Dallas airport that was like a really fancy, like suite that it was the suites were for people who would pay to like take a nap or pay to like a lounge room, I guess you could say. But through Manava, you were actually able to use like a 30 minute, get 30 minutes free, which was so cool. Like who knew? So while yes, there are some times where I would have to pump and squat on the floor, on the flip side, there are some really nice options available, which made things a little bit easier. Next, think about your schedule. I did not think about my schedule before my first trip alone. I went to Guatemala, another country I'd never been in. I overloaded my schedule. I underestimated how draining it would be mentally. And I didn't set good boundaries about, you know, I need to pump at these hours and like, how am I going to honor those boundaries? And when am I going to take time to rest? Like, I just, I didn't do it. And looking back as a result, I believe the stress, the, you know, trying to do too much. I think my body responded by definitely making my supply dip. And so again, 
like it is what it is. And that's part of our journey and what happened. And I learned so much, but looking back, I go, oh my gosh, I did too much too quick. And so keep that in mind. Like think through what is the week going to look like? How can I give myself some breaks and recognize I don't have to go full in? Like this is my first time. Give yourself some boundaries or give yourself some boundaries, some grace, some flexibility, some margin in your schedule to just decompress and also make sure that you're taking that time to pump and to stick to this priority of, you know, continuing this journey. I think for that specifically, I was really used to working from home, a flexible schedule. And I have found what I've learned about myself when I travel, I lose all concept of time. Like you just get overwhelmed, sensory overload, and you blink and like, oh my gosh, I should have pumped an hour ago. Or, you know, I didn't honor that schedule very well. So that's something I learned about myself. So I wish I would have written it, written it out, pen to paper or set alarms on my phone and just honor those and tell a coworker or, you know, someone you're going to be with if it's possible who will help you, who will kind of check me. Hey, don't you need to pump? Don't you need to go do this? Like I, I had an awesome coworker with me, but looking back, I wish I would have told her what I needed, what support looked like or what kind of support would help me to honor those boundaries. Now I'm going to go through a quick checklist. Again, this is not exclusive, but some things that you might not think of. So of course your pump. I had looked at getting a hands-free pump. The, was it the L? I had the LV stride. It was great in theory, but didn't work great for me. If you have more questions about that specifically, send me a DM. I'm happy to talk more, but I found that my goal spectra was, was great. The hands, uh, cordless. It was big and, and lump, big and bulky, but it ended up doing the trick. Number two, of course, your chargers, any converters, if you're going to be in a different country, bags, if you need milk bags, those are often covered by insurance, which is amazing. I've got like hundreds of bags extra because insurance keeps sending them. Soap, I will also post a link to Amazon, like a little soap, a little scrubber that is like a travel size that you can put and keeps it sanitary in one spot. Medella also makes sanitizing wipes, which are really convenient that if you don't use the scrubber or you know, it's just easier, you can use these sanitizer wipes specifically for pump parts and be done. Medella, or there's probably many other companies also make sanitizer microwave bags. So if you're in some situations traveling that it just feels not fully sanitary, you can sanitize your things at the end of each day, which is great. A cooler I ended up purchasing a Yeti, like a small Yeti, more so because of just the structure and the size. It felt like it could fit a lot. And there's lots of different coolers out there, but it depends for how long you're going to be gone. You know, of course, if you are going to be gone longer, you're going to need a bigger cooler to bring things back. But if you were just going to be gone for maybe a few days, maybe a few a weekend, you could definitely get away with like um like a lunchbox cooler. It also depends traveling through the airport. You know, is your milk going to be frozen? Is it going to be at room temp? Because when I was gone in Guatemala, I was gone for over a week. And so I actually had to freeze my milk and bring it back frozen. So I needed a cooler that was going to keep it frozen for up to what my travel day was like easily 10 hours. So it was a, a good chunk of time that I had to keep keep it cold. Ice packs, of course extra plastic Ziploc baggies, extra paper towels, 
a Sharpie marker, labels if needed, and then hand sanitizer. That's kind of my checklist for me. Once you get to the airport, pump right before you leave your house so that you can get your security without milk and just your supplies. Just makes things a little bit easier. Everything's clean. You've got nothing for them to go through. You just say, hey, this is my, you know, breast milk, breast pump and supplies. And they say, okay. I mentioned before that I did a Yeti cooler. It depends on how long you're gone. You could even do, there's a product out there called a Ceres chiller, which is almost like a, it's like a, what do people put soup in? A thermos, like a thermos, but specifically for breast milk. I guess you could use the thermos too, but that is a product that's out in the market that looks pretty neat, but it wasn't going to hold enough for what I needed at the time. So know that your pump parts, your diaper bag, like none of that counts towards your luggage. That is totally free, which is, you know, awesome. TSA pre-check is likely easier, I would guess, but you basically, you just load up, you know, pre-check or normal, normal security. You load up your stuff like you would in the, in the normal bins, put your luggage on first that so you can watch so you can get through. Put your luggage on first so you can get through and then watch your milk go through or your your stuff. They will put this like stretchy net thing over it. They're going to ask you, is there anything in here that can harm me? They're going to open it. They might ask you to open. I have gone through with ice packs, never had any issues. But give yourself plenty of time so that you don't feel rushed on the way there and that you can relax and then you likely may need to pump before your flight. Let's talk about on the flight. You want to make sure that your you know, cooler or whatever it is can fit in the overhead bin or fit underneath you, especially if you've got a backpack or something else as well. If you have to pump on the flight, this is where I will say the wearables, the Willow, the LV, those were a little bit easier to you know, be more discreet. You can use a nursing cover. You can go to the bathroom or you just got to do what you got to do. And if you have to pump and people see it, oh, well, that's totally fine. I definitely had a man having a conversation with me while I was pumping and I don't even think he realized, which whatever, right? You got to do what you got to do. And I've learned that as a new mom, you kind of get over that really quick of like, I got to do it. This is, it is what it is. Judge or join people. So on the flight, definitely can pump if you need to, for sure. No problem. Do what you got to do. Once you get to the destination, now, if you do have, let's say for some reason, there's not a, a fridge and you're requesting one or you have to store it in the kitchen freezer, say you have a medical concern and maybe you've called the hotel before already. You have a medical issue. You have breast milk that needs to be stored at a certain temperature. It's important that people know, like I had to tell them in Guatemala that, hey, this milk is frozen. It needs to stay frozen. It needs to stay very cold, frozen the entire time, you know? So keep putting it in the back of the freezer somewhere where it's not, you know, the door's not going to be open and close a lot that you're going to be at risk of it changing temperatures. Now going home, depending on the length of your trip, you might keep it all refrigerated. If it's frozen, you can keep it all frozen. If it's not frozen, they may want to test it. But if you store it in milk bags and store it all flat, that is often helpful. But know your rights. Know, I'll put a link to the TSA rights as well. But, you know, you are allowed to bring your milk home. And so if you get questioned, like just feel confident in, in what you're bringing and that you're able to do so, 
and you'll be okay. I honestly, so far I've gone on, I think maybe three or four trips without, without the baby. So, you know, having to bring, pump my milk, all these things. And I haven't had any issues. And most people have been nothing but nice, nothing but helpful. However, I've read stories on the internet of TSA officers not being helpful. I did have one person come up to me before a plight. It was a man who said, you're not allowed to bring that. You know, you're not allowed to bring that. And I said, yes, I am. It's breast milk. And then he just shut up and walked away. But people are wild. People are crazy. But for the most part, people are kind. And I believe in the inherent good of people. I hope this episode was helpful. Welcome to my brain. If you have more questions, if I oh, if I just created more questions in your life, I hope I didn't, but please reach out to me. Send me a DM on Instagram at KT Hake. I will link to all the things I discussed in the show notes. And again, share this with the mom, share this you know, in your community, in your group, because I think that this can be helpful. And if you have more questions, let me know. We'll do a follow-up episode and I'm here to cheer you on. You got this. Thanks for listening to this episode of Fit Friends Happy Hour. If you liked this episode, don't forget to share it with a friend. You can subscribe or follow wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at Fit Friends Happy Hour. Talk to you next time.